Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Christine George. And I'm I'm Betty Russo. Listen, we're we're taking our podcast today in a totally different direction. Christine, I don't really understand what's going on here, but we're talking about plants today. Plants. It's all about green, green flowers, all of it. So yes, we're definitely talking about, we're not going to talk about real estate today, but we are going to talk to the spouse of a kick-ass real estate agent. Um, And we're going to, everything we're going to talk about is totally relatable to real estate. So I'm really, really excited. Today, we're talking to Christine Mandizi. Um, And she is the owner of Plant Girl Shop in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And let me tell you the reason why I wanted to have her on today. So like so many of us in the post-pandemic era, right? Like we've all like it, it was like a bomb that hit us, right? What the heck? We all started to rethink who we were, what was important, how we wanted to spend our time what we wanted to be doing day to day, how we could su- and how we could support all of that. And Christine decided to pursue her passion for plants um, and make a huge leap from her steady, stable job as a principal in an elementary school um, to open a plant girl shop and uh, p- called the plant girl shop. And uh, holy cow. Wow. Right. Go girl. Even hearing it. I'm like, what? (laughs) Right. And it's, and it's like, it's like booming right now. And I can't wait to hear about how she's done it. We're really going to talk about, you know, first of all, why she did it, but how she made it happen and how she's become so successful because, you know, I mean, anybody who's looking to get into the real estate business um, as a new agent or, if you are a team or somebody who wants to break out of a team or somebody who wants to start your own brokerage, no matter what it is, I, we want to hear, you know, about the struggles. We want to know, you know, the struggles I think are still the same when you start your up your yeah. own business. Right. So welcome, Christine. Thank you so much Thank for you. joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Yay. Wow. Welcome. I'm so impressed um, by by all that you're doing. And I can't wait to dig in. First, Christine, we have two Christines here today. Christine, yes. Carlo, George. I'm calling you Cece today, if that's okay, okay with you. Yep. <laughs> Just to differentiate, if you don't mind. Hello. Um, Christine, I love this, but um, it had to be a huge decision for you and your family. Um what prompted you to leave a secure, stable position to open up your own business? It's a big question. <laughs> yeah. With a lot of factors. Um, oh, wait, can I ask you one question yeah, before yeah. you answer that? Yeah. The name, just build that into this too. Like the name is so cool. Plant Girl Shop. I love that. You'll have I to know. tell us how you came up with that too. Okay. I... Yeah, I will. Absolutely. So I um, 
I never was really into plants or flowers up until the last few years, which blows my mind. Um, but like during COVID, I started to collect some plants just because we were home so much. Um, schools were out and I was trying to principal from home and take care of my kids. But then I was like, oh, I like kind of having that nature inside because I was home so much. I didn't really I had I felt like a bland kind of house before. Um, so my collection grew and grew and grew and really just loved having that energy with plants. Um, and then it kind of transitioned to the flower world when I was asked to like help at a wedding, do some florals. Um, so then I kind of quickly entered the floral world and I tried my best to um, finish out the school year as a principal this past year. Um, but I got so busy by January, February with plant events and weddings that I was not able to um, end the school year. So I left my principal job in March. And yes, it was a very hard choice because we have, I couldn't really say we were like going to cut things out of our life because we have a established house in East Greenwich. We have two kids. We, they're in gymnastics and baseball. My husband's a realtor clearly. So we, you know, we don't have my, my income was the stable income with the great um, health insurance. So we were going to lose all of that. Um, so I really worked on projections and what I would have to earn every month, what I'd have to make um, with my plants, with my flowers, where I'd have to be, what I'd have to do. Um, and I didn't take any loans or any money to get there. I, I just um, set forward goals and I made sure I checked them off each month as I got through things. That's literally what I did. So I... I find I always say that I'm like a crazy person. I have my lists. I have my vision boards. I check things off. I make sure I'm in every place I need to be to hit that goal. Wow. And then wow. the plant girl shop name, I really was just somebody was calling me like plant girl, plant girl. And I was looking at all these like planty names, whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to do plant girl shop. Like, cause you know, it's just, <laughs> that's it's, awesome. It makes sense. <laughs> If I'm not a plant girl and I have all plant girls working with me, and then my husband's called Plant Boy, who also works there. <laughs> oh so, you know, we just, we just go with that. That's <laughs> great. Oh, my God. I, I love it. So, you know, let's go back. You talked about, you know, you were, you were going to leave your steady job, your income, and the security of the benefits. And when you have a family, those benefits are critical. And your retirement as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of it. So that was, was that a big scary? position that you had also. Like yeah. yes. you're a leader. Took a lot for you to had to take a lot for you to make this decision. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the steady piece. I have three master's degrees in education. Like that's what I've been doing for 20 years. Um, but really, even what you said earlier about real estate, owning your own business, even being a principal, um, you know, being in corporate America, there's so many similarities, um, you know, the connections that I could carry over to other industries, no matter what I was doing. So I take everything I've learned from being a principal, a teacher, and put that into my business today. And I think that's what makes me at this place, I would say successful. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm like, successful, successful yet, because I'm still going, I'm still new in my business. But um, at the point that I am now, I just, because I've taken all the pieces I've learned along the way. So was it scary? Oh, it's terrifying. Tell me about that. (laughs) How'd you get over the I, I, 
I've, yeah, I have to pay my mortgage. So I'm literally looking at my bank account being like, okay, I need to make sure that I can get to this number. I have to do these three events and make sure I make this amount in order to pay my mortgage at the end of the month. <laughs> wow. So, you know, but I have been doing well and my, I was able to project out based on mostly weddings because I knew what was coming. And I booked in my first like three or four months in the wedding industry, 50 weddings. So I know. know. Oh my God. (laughs) I'd like, uh, I never as a principal took a lunch. So when I started Plant Girl Shop and I went back in September, I start, I, I, was determined I had to take a lunch every day. So I took a lunch break. I went to the car and I worked on plant girl shop. So I made calls. I um, wedded Christine, 50 weddings. Yeah. Yep. It just was a nonstop drive. Like I just like in real estate, I I feel like Justin and I have a lot of conversations around follow-up and um, I have my kind of referral base that I go to, how I ask for referrals, like how I work with clients, you know, the importance of my communication with them and keeping track of that communication. All of that, I think, has helped me grow. I've had so many, so many of my weddings are even if I haven't done a bride's wedding, she's referring me to her friends just based on our conversations. That's amazing. <gasps> yeah. So it's it, like, I really, it ties into real estate. It's all related. It is. Absolutely. Um, and we want to dig into that a little bit more, but okay. I just want to back up to the beginning. Okay. So when you first realized that you were onto something and you decided to make this your business, um, follow your passion and and all of that, and you opened up shop, like what was it like initially? How did you start? What were your beginning steps and what was your progression like? Okay. Um, so I started on social media because I knew I could get to the most amount of people, um, through Facebook and Instagram. So I just started posting plants and videos on plants, um, how to take care of plants, how to keep them alive. Um, I did Instagram lives. I reached out to some, um, some other, um, you know, plant people in in the United States and just kind of, we did some live chats together, just very like informative and talking about new plants that I had. Um, And then I did some pop-up events. So I went to like um, a local East Greenwich, like um, outdoor kind of, I wouldn't say a yard sale, but just like one of those events where there's just people around and um, some shopping. I did some um, woman markets. So I just started like small like that, just doing pop-up events and featuring plants, but really talking to people about how to care for them more than just selling a plant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did uh, like even house visits. Really at that time, I would do anything just to get my name out there and just um, try to get more and more customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really just built from there. I built my email base, my you know, clients that I was working with. And then I started some parties because people were like, oh, we should have my friends come over and make succulent bowls. So then from there, I started to do some plant parties. Um, and then I just kind of like when I started to get, okay, this like putting feelers out there and like what I was getting some good feedback on, especially through social media, like, oh, this is like people are liking this idea. Or I'd put out in stories like, would you like to make a succulent bowl or a mini plant bowl? Like things like like that. And then whatever I got more of, then I posted, we're going to do a mini plant bowl. 
Um, I reached out to like restaurants to do events. So at the patio on Main Street, I reached out to them and said, I'll come to you and um, bring customers on a night you're not busy and we'll make flower arrangements or plant bowls or whatever. So I, I did that a lot. So that just, I just tried to get, I read a book once was like, get a hundred people to love what you do. So I was like, I was going to get to my hundred people. What a great idea. Yeah. So if I can get a hundred people to love what I do, believe in me, come to events, then they'll tell all their friends and they'll tell all their friends. That's brilliant. A hundred people. So, so that was sort of the evolution. Now you talked in the beginning about vision boards and goals, like never owning a business. Now I know you through osmosis and conversations with Justin, you learned a lot, but how did you even go about putting your goals together and your vision board? And then you must be organized. So you're like keeping yourself accountable. How do you do that when you're a sole proprietor? Um, I would say that I, I feel like I'm organized, but then I look at it and I'm like, I'm not organized. (laughs) So, um, I, I did a vision board like at the beginning of my business and I put together goals. I listened to a lot of clubhouse in in the breakfast with champions. So I got a lot from that. Um, I've read some of the books that they had recommended. I had a lot of conversation with uh, my husband, who's a real estate coach, but also I feel like a life coach around growing a business and yeah, then just put lists together. So every month I would put a list together and then even break it down by week of what I wanted to accomplish that month. And I put up a board that said like my first year doing weddings, I want 25 weddings. And then I got to 50 plus. (gasps) So I just kept doing that. And I even looked at my vision board today and I did everything on the board. So I have to, I just had, like, I didn't sleep last night thinking I need a new board and I need some new goals because I did a lot of them already. Or oh, I that's awesome. of them. So, that yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know, it's interesting as I'm sitting here listening to you, Christine, I could be listening to a real estate agent mm-hmm. exactly. uh, telling me yeah. how they stay organized and, you know, have their goals and their process and you know, back to what you were talking about, providing value Mm -hmm. through your videos and reaching out to the right people and growing, you know, your, your sphere. I mean, oh my gosh, I'm, I feel like I'm talking to a realtor. So that's how this all ties in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and there are so many lessons here from you. It's amazing. The the follow-up, right. It's, and at the core, it feels like it's, you were building relationships Yeah. And nurturing them. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And even with brides and grooms, um, with my people who buy plants, I, I continue that all the time. I I'm texting, I'm emailing, I'm on social media, I'm tagging. Like I try, I know the relationships are key to my success. So that's what I value most in my business. That's awesome. Now I would imagine you have closing gifts for all your realtor friends out there. (laughs) <laughs> that you sell always. to them. 
I always do. Yes. I've actually teamed up. I love teaming up too with local um, artists. And um, so some local, uh, one of my girlfriends has a, pl- a blanket making business. So I always try to team up with other vendors and other um, entrepreneurs to like do closing gifts together. So I have a couple things that I, we did together for realtors. Um, yeah. With like nice. a blanket and a plant or yeah. a plant with the, uh, a box with their name on it for plants. So yeah, fun things to wow. keep it exciting. Very and no cool. offense, Christine, because, you know, we love what you do, but you know, you would be like a really amazing realtor. I just, told my husband just that. Just putting well, that out there. I know. He never believed me <laughs> until recently. And now he says, I will never say you can't do anything. He's like, you don't understand. I was like, oh, I do. Have you been a principal? <laughs> Have you had 650 kids that you were in charge of? (laughs) Yeah. I would imagine that's the prerequisite for anything that you want to do. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Totally. Christine, is there anything looking back now that you would have done differently? I probably would have done it sooner. Oh, you know you're in the right place. When you say, I wish I had done it sooner. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was so afraid. And I, I think what also pushed me over the lead uh, over was like the health insurance was my last final, like, like that I was holding on to, like, how could I not have good health insurance? Like, and what I consider good, like the only thing I've ever known. And, uh, it was on clubhouse. Somebody talked, it was an episode about like starting your business and leaving your corporate nine to five job. And somebody said, if you're not leaving for health insurance, then you need to relook at who you are and what your business is, because that isn't the reason that you, that you don't leave. Like, then that means you don't have faith in what you're doing and mm-hmm. your, your overall business vision. So I looked at that and said, yes, like, why am I staying for Blue Cross Blue Shield? What? What? Yeah. No, no. No. Good for you. Yeah. And so that kind of brings me to mindset. Mm -hmm. It it sounds like you're saying, you know, a lot of it has to do with your mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. That I won't take no for an answer, that I won't, that I'm driven, that I will, yeah, do everything it takes to get there. Yeah. I just listened to another podcast about keeping your um, name tag from that nine to five job you didn't want and that you left right at your new desk. So I have my Mrs. Mandisi principal name tag now in my bag to sit on my desk because I want to look at it every day. And when I want to like just get upset or something happened, I'm looking at that saying, that's why I'm continuing to do this because I left that because it wasn't what I was envisioning for myself anymore. That's awesome. Great idea. That's yeah. awesome. And and it sounds like you've had just a really solid support group around you as well. Yes. I would say my husband is number one as supporting me and and letting and taking this leap because I, I think he almost had multiple heart attacks and still does along the way. Like, oh my God, oh my God, where's the paycheck? And the, and we're the closet. <laughs> my parents probably have been like, oh my, like, I can't even, you're leaving your job. You make this money. Like, how are you leaving? I'm like, I know I'm leaving. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> do you miss it at all? No, not even a little. Good for you. 
No, I missed like, I would say the kids a little and some of my staff, some of the, cause I was around so many people all the time that this job, when you're, you know, an entrepreneur, you're not around as many people, I would say. Like I have my customers, but it can get a little lonely. I would say I miss the social aspect more than anything, but I make up for it in, in other ways. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember when I was doing the job. So I just, it's just completely. Good for you. <laughs> what a great success story. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. So I'm curious, um, are your flowers available to ship? So I don't, I deliver throughout Rhode Island, um, some of like Southern Mass and into Connecticut, but not shipping. So that's an, um, an area. And I've even thought about that with plants, but the whole shipping world, Yeah, it's like a different um, entity to take on as far yeah. as packing. Yeah. I can't even imagine how, how would that even work? I mean, yeah. people, I mean, of course you can go to like the 1-800s, flowers, all those places and get things shipped. It's not the same though. So I always say shop local, shop your, you know, local shops in your area for flowers, plants too. Um, you're just going to get more of a unique experience and we can help you along the way. Like if you need anything as far as taking care of them versus going into a, a big box store and you're not going to get that same experience. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Wow. Cece, what else do you have for Christine? Well, anything? <laughs> I do. Before we wrap, we're getting okay. ready to wrap. We have two final questions for you. Okay. Oh God. I feel what like I should <laughs> No, don't be nervous. Okay. It's all in your head. Okay. It's all in your brain. The answers are right here. Um, What are the three things you would want our community to take away with today? Like, what are the three, you know, biggest takeaways in what you've experienced the last couple of years? Well, of course, number one, if you don't love what you do every day, and there are going to be times where I don't love what I'm doing right now, every single second of every day. But in general, if you're unhappy with your job and your life that you've created to change it, to, to, to just do it. Um, There's a lots of excuses that you can make along the way, but there is a way you, if you actually, if you have the passion, if you have the will, there is a way to, to get it done. Um, So that would be number one. Um, And when you make that leap, figure out what are your most important priorities to get there and then creating your vision and goals around those priorities. Mm -hmm. Great tips. And then make sure you have that support team, you know, with the people who are supporting you on this journey, because it does take away from, I have, I, I, that has happened to me. It takes away from some family time, friend time. I'm not, I can't do the same things I was doing before, but you have to prioritize. What are you, you know, what are you willing to do to get there? Awesome. Awesome. All right. And I love your determination. I do love it. I mean, it's, (laughs) and and you say it all the time, you know, love what you do, Betty. Like you say it all the time. So it's, you've got to love what you do. I love that. Do what you love and love what you do. Then it doesn't really feel like work, right? That's right. Oh, it's like fun. I have a wedding tomorrow. I'm like so excited. I can't wait. I'm like, it's just, it's exciting. Even when I'm there at like midnight, taking down like greenery off chandeliers, I'm like, it just looks so pretty. (laughs) I am tired and I do have a headache, but. (laughs) Awesome. Good for you. Awesome. All right. Finish this sentence. Uh, No like trust is. 
Drum roll. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, like trust is. Oh my gosh. Now I'm at a loss. <laughs> um, I don't know, ladies. Now I'm on the spot for one word. See, I'm better when I can. No, just... It doesn't have to be one word. It doesn't have oh, to be. Yeah. No, just finish the sentence. No, like trust is. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you said it before. It's the key to your success. Yes, I guess. Yeah. So is the. I mean, because people need to know, like, and trust. Yeah. You. Of making in yourself. Like, so key, like, trust in yourself and your kind of goals of getting there. Yes. Believing in yourself. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah, I freeze up at the end. I'm like, oh, what? what You're I'm awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> love it. I love having you here. Um, okay. where, how do we find you? How can our listeners find you? Um, so I'm on Instagram, Plant Girl Shop, and Facebook, Plant Girl Shop. Um, but locally, our shop is um, right like two doors down from Huck's at the end of Main Street in East Greenwich. So 4632 Post Road. Um, and then our website, plantgirlshop.com. Awesome. I'm writing all that down. That's awesome. I need to follow notes. you because yeah, I'm a definitely. killer of plants. So you can oh, teach totally. me something. Yes. We'll do <laughs> yeah. all that and see all of our, and I add in some family stuff in our um, Instagram too, just to keep it, you know, relatable. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Awesome. And thinking about real estate, don't always post your open houses. Show That's your right. people want to know you're a person too. Yes. It's 100%. Yes. 100%. Christine, this has oh, been awesome. Right. Um, thank you so much for taking the time with us today. We really appreciate it. And for everyone who's joined us, leave us a comment. Let us know you listened. Um, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, give us a five-star review. That would be awesome. And share us with all of your friends. And we will see you here next time. And follow the Plant Girl Shop. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye, Thank everyone. You. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.